0: Everybody and welcome to RV Miles, your home for RV and camping news, reviews, travel guides, and more. I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Abby. And this is episode 34 of the RV Miles podcast. To get today's show notes, head over to rvmiles.com episode 34. You can also keep up with RV Miles on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to follow along with Jason and I and our three boys as we travel around and wander bus. We are over at OurWanderingFamily.com and we are also across all the social media platforms except Snapchat. (laughs) Still not going to learn how to do the Snapchat. No.
0: (laughs) On this week's episode, our spring gear guide. We're really excited. We've got a whole lot of fun, cool things that range in price and use and just a lot of awesome stuff for RVing and camping.
1: This is Jason's favorite podcast of the year. This and probably the Fall Gear Guide. Anytime we get to talk about both gear. gear. Yeah, both gear guys.
0: Uh we are coming to you this week from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, Elephant Butte Lake State Park. Or you said our, it wrong. As our kids call it Elephant Butt State Park. Yeah. That's better. Uh, in in the great state of New Mexico. It's uh it's, it's not an, our favorite. It's not our favorite. Of the New awful. Mexico state parks so far. It is uh, a large lake that is dammed on the Rio Grande River. It's kind of a party park.
1: This is party park. For,
0: there's a lot yeah. of boating that happens here.
1: I don't want to be here in the summer. <laughs>
0: a lot of wild camping on the beaches, things like that. and Which uh, is
1: cool. The wild camping on the beach is really cool. I'm not yeah. quite sure that I would be down for it. Like There's this fear I have of driving all the way down there and then just sinking slower into the sand and not being able to get out, but it looks really cool for those that are doing yeah. it and I absolutely commend them.
0: But this place is giant. I mean there's a lot of yeah. campsites here and in several different small campgrounds. Yeah. But they all share one dump station that's right outside our campground and one shower house that's at our campground. Yeah. And uh no no deal. Yeah.
1: No deal. Yeah. Also you know, we're not really a big fan of
0: oh, site gr- camp. Grumpy camp host.
1: Yeah. I didn't even know how to lead into that because. I d-
0: Grumpy camp host at <laughs> this one, man.
1: That's such a better, that's we such love a camp nicer. Host. Camp
0: hosts are so <laughs> awesome and they do great work and we yes. love camp hosts and we have loved the camp hosts at almost every New Mexico state park. The gentleman at this one is a grump and weird. Yeah,
1: Jason's <laughs> not a fan. He and Jason had some words. We don't need to get into no, it. But
0: on the first day.
1: Yeah, it's just never a good idea to try and parent other people's children. Yeah. Like, even when you are the camp host, it's Mm-mm. just not a good idea. But it's probably the one and only time outside of the run-in at Fish Lake in the 18 months that we have been doing this where I have looked at you and been like, do we need to leave? <laughs>
0: yep, yep, I know.
1: <laughs> have we been... Have we been kicked out? <sighs> <laughs> but other than that, hey, there's Wi Fi here. And when it is working, it's great. It's yeah. nice to have. And there have been some kids in and around the campground as well, which has been great for our boys. They've really enjoyed that as well. And big news here around Wanderbus Ethan, our middle child, learned to ride a bike yeah. here. So, hey, It's not all bad, right?
0: No, not a lot to do around here, though. If you have an idea of what we can do around here, because we're here for a little while longer. We got another week. Not a lot to do around here that we've found yet. If it's anything like our our past experiences, we'll find something really awesome the day before we leave.
1: Yeah, that's usually how we roll. So I expect next week to find all the really cool things here, and then we'll be packing up and leaving.
0: All right, let's talk about the news for this week a couple items that we wanted to chat about. First of all, the next episode of the America's National Park podcast is up on Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, who was sort of the hero of the Everglades. And uh, she's also the namesake of the high school that had the tragic shooting incident last month. So we thought it would be appropriate to feature her on this episode, especially because it's Women's History Month. She's just an amazing person. She's
1: fierce. She's not just amazing. She is fierce. The woman lived to 108.
0: And and met the Queen of England after she turned 100.
1: Yeah. And she's like, here's a copy of my signed book, Queen Elizabeth II. Have a great one.
0: We had a really great time researching and recording this episode. So we hope you'll check it out. We'll link to that and everything we talk about today in the show notes. Other news. The... Truck, <laughs> the the great truck wars of 2018 are well, kind, that
1: fizzled out fast. kind of a dud. <laughs> they this came to a. This was supposed truce. to be
0: a huge year for trucks. Every manufacturer has put out something wildly different than than their previous years, and maybe this is partly why. But sales are down 16 percent from last year February.
1: I'm a little disappointed by that because I always think it's cool when people are trying to reinvent the wheel yeah. and bring a particular item into, you know, the next generation of travelers. And I don't think it really worked that well for the truck industry. At least it hasn't so far this the, year. There's
0: a there's a downturn in the entire American automotive industry, even worse than in the past, happening right now. And I think that's part of it. Uh, people are buying less cars. People are buying foreign cars. But if you are in the market for a truck, now's a good time to buy a new one because you can get some deals because dealers have more trucks than they can get rid of.
1: Don't look at me when you're saying that. We are not in the market for a truck. (laughs) Do not look at me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Along those lines, AAA has confirmed something we talked about right at the turn of the year. We mentioned that GasBuddy's outlook for fuel prices for the year was not great. And AAA is saying that we are now seeing 25 cents higher fuel prices than we were a year ago. And that it's going to continue to go up this spring, mostly for gasoline. Diesel is not going to be quite as bad, but gasoline is definitely going up.
1: That's not what I want to hear. I know.
0: It's not not what anybody wants to hear. No. But hey, it's better than it was several years ago.
1: Yeah, but we can't always keep comparing it to that because that was just (laughs) awful. We were paying almost $5 a gallon in Chicago. That cannot be the bar. That I set for what I consider to be extremely high gas prices of $5 a gallon.
0: So last Friday, the national average was $253 for unleaded. And the price they're saying will increase to about $270 a gallon average this spring.
1: Man, we are gonna be slow traveling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, that is the news for the week. So we're gonna take a break and come back and dive into all the cool gear that we've got in our spring gear guide but first we will have the answer to last week's brain teaser
1: be right back
0: All right, last week's brain teaser went like this. What is significant about the following set of letters? B-E-J-Q-X-Y-Z.
1: I don't know, Jason, what is significant?
0: This, This stumped a lot of people. They are not found at the beginning of a name of a U.S. state.
1: So when we were talking about this answer, I was really surprised by the fact that there's not an E, and there's not a J. I mean, Jersey is not That's the close. name. It's New Jersey. <laughs> it's not just Jersey. But I was kind of surprised that there's no E or no J that is the name of a state.
0: Yeah. B B would be a good letter for the beginning of a state, too.
1: I think E is the only vowel not used.
0: I mean, X makes sense. Z makes sense. But,
1: but why did E get shut well, out?
0: E got shut out.
1: I have a lot of thoughts on this. Poor E. <laughs> Poor letter E. <laughs> All
0: right. Our winner this week is Stacy Walters from Utah, who will receive an RV Miles decal.
1: Utah. Letter U. Just saying.
0: We'll have the new, <laughs> we'll have the new brain teaser at the end of the show. Now let's dive into our super awesome amazing spring gear guide.
1: I wish we had like some drum roll or like theme song or, you know, like something that
0: just, we, we need gear guide music.
1: <laughs> we need gear guide music.
0: This is uh, a lot of stuff that we have found. Some of it is stuff we own. Some of it is stuff we have seen at campgrounds and talked to people about. And some of it is new stuff on the market.
1: But none of it is sponsored, paid, or paid. And in no way are we influenced to recommend this stuff other than we just think it's really cool. That's
0: right. We will provide Amazon links for these items, the ones that sell on Amazon in the show notes. We get a few pennies if you buy anything through any of our Amazon links, but uh, we could recommend any Amazon item and they'd give us a few pennies and really it's (laughs) a few pennies.
1: But we're going to (laughs) recommend the ones that we think are cool gear guide stuff.
0: Yeah. So let's just dive in there. We're going to break this up into in our first segment stuff that is great for the RV and our second segment stuff that is just sort of general camping gear that would be great for anybody into camping. Our first item on the list is a hanger.
1: We are so wild. <laughs> we are so wild. with this. Gear Isn't this cut. crazy? Yeah. Uh,
0: this hanger is called the higher hanger. And this is popular among RVers. This is a hanger that, you know, if you imagine the top of the hanger where it comes up at a triangle, it has a dip. And the hook goes down in that dip area. So your clothes hang higher by two or three inches in your closet, which nobody cares about at home. But in an RV, you get an extra couple inches of storage below your clothes. So if you've got one of those shorter closets, you like we do, You can keep your clothes from dragging across the bottom of it, which is very handy. Or if you've got clothes that are sort of extra long, that sort of thing, it's really cool, cool little device. It's really smart. I'm surprised I haven't been able to find anything else like it because I was looking around for something else like it because they are a little pricey. They're $50 for 40 of them.
1: It's a little expensive for hangers.
0: And and that's the smallest pack. That I can see that they sell them in on their website.
1: I would go in with someone on that. Like, I don't need, we don't need 40 hangers. That's a lot of hangers. But I would totally split that with another RVR, 20, 20, 25 bucks each.
0: But I they're also, that. they're also flocked. So they're non slip. So they can keep your clothes from slipping off as you're bouncing down the road. And they're thin. They're sort of the, those flat, thin hangers. So you can fit more things in the closet at once than you could with a thicker, you know, round plastic hanger.
1: Yeah. I had kind of a moment of joy when you showed me these hangers because I will say our closet, which is only 13 inches wide, has been, I think, the one area of this bus that I have not been able to fully figure out. Yeah. And something like this, which would bring the clothes up, allow me to use that bottom space a little bit more and also just keep the clothes from being crazy when we're driving. That would be fantastic.
0: The next item on our list is the ladder gadget and this is a cool device and I've seen a few other things like this that are plastic and and not quite as nice as this one but this is a device that clamps on to your ladder on the back of your RV if you have a ladder mounted on the back of your RV and it's an arm that folds up and you can hang stuff you can hang your clothes to dry on it with your shorter hanger, your higher hangers, (laughs) or you can hang muddy clothes. You can hang a flag on it, bird feeder, wind chime, whatever you want to hang on the back of your RV, as long as it doesn't exceed 20 pounds.
1: The other thing I really like about this product is it's created by full-time RVers who saw a need for something like this.
0: Yeah, and it stays there. It, it folds in place and you don't have to take it off and, and put it back on. And it's made out of a solid piece of aluminum and it's got little divots in it for hangers to hang and holes in it for other things to hang off of. I think it's a really cool piece of gear if you have a ladder. Uh, we don't have a ladder on the back of our bus. so I
1: know, you want one. Yeah. Just so you can get the ladder gadget.
0: But since we don't have a ladder and we can't get the ladder gadget, The next item on our list is a telescoping ladder. And a lot of RVers have these. A lot of RVers don't. You see some RVers with a A A-frame ladder attached to the ladder on the back of their (laughs) RV because you need something to be able to get to the tops of your slide outs, to sweep them off, uh, to be able to wash your windshield sometimes. And we have the telescoping ladder that a lot of RVers have. And this thing, it folds down really small and thin. You can, you could fit it in a closet. You could it takes up almost no space in, in our storage, in the back of our bus. It's a little, uh, flexible yeah. when you're on it and it's a little dangerous for your fingers when you close it up.
1: But we're recommending it.
0: <laughs> but there is only, <laughs> there's really only one style of this and it, and it's, they're cool. They, they take up so little space. It's what I use all the time to get up on top of our bus. They're about a hundred bucks. We'll link to that on Amazon. I forgot to mention the latter gadget is also a hundred bucks. The next item on our list is this is here's if if a hundred bucks is too much for you. Don't listen. <laughs> or or fifty dollars <laughs> for hangers. No no no. This opposite.
1: Oh okay. Th- this
0: item <laughs> this item is super cheap. We love squirt bottles. Oh yeah, we do. Squirt bottles are they're first of all they're dirt cheap. But I'm talking about the little sort of teardrop shape squirt bottles that you can fill with whatever you want
1: yeah you get them at like things. walmart or target for like a buck apiece
0: this is why they're so great for rvs mainly for saving water because you know obviously if you're out boondocking and you've got a small water tank water's at a premium there's a couple things that that make them great for one people with short hair know that you need some way to tame your wild hair in the morning and spraying it down with some water is about the best way you can go. And it's a lot better than dousing your hair under the sink and, and wasting all that water. It's also a lot easier. Jason can that.
1: attest to I this. Can. Like he will get up and the kids, the kids always get really excited to see what dad's hair is going to look <laughs> like in the morning.
0: It's also really useful for washing dishes. When you take your dishes up to the sink, instead of rinsing them off and wasting all that water, if you have a spray bottle of soapy water, you can spray them down and sort of pre-soak them before you go do your dishes. And then when you go to do the dishes, as long as you don't wait till it dries off, they're gonna everything's going to wipe right off of them very quickly.
1: Yeah. We keep one in the bathroom to spray down the compost toilet. Yeah. Like and, we have a designated one just for that.
0: And even if you just have a regular RV toilet, how do I put this <laughs> streaking happens in <laughs> RV toilets and, and they're good for, if you don't have a sprayer with your RV, they're good for, for shooting down the streaks. Yeah.
1: We just, <laughs> wow, Jason, we just keep ours filled with water vinegar. And I put a little orange essential oil in there for a nice, a nice yeah. smell. But they're also another reason why I like them, especially if you have kids is that You can fill them up with just water and you can put each kid's name on it. And then they have something when they're outside playing, especially in the summertime, if it's really hot. They can just squirt themselves down with their own little water bottle. When
0: I was a kid and we had no air conditioning in in the house we lived at, when I was a kid, we would run around in our underwear spraying each other with spray bottles in the middle of the summer.
1: See, it is... A long-standing tradition (laughs) in the Apperson household. Apparently I did not know that.
0: (laughs) You can also use them to like spray down flare ups on the grill. Lots of great uses for little squirt bottles. Get a whole bunch of them. Next item on the list is not as cheap as squirt bottles. The Champion 3500 watt digital hybrid generator. Now, if you know anything about portable generators, or if you have one, you've researched them, you know that there are two types. There's sort of the standard frame construction generator that is super, super loud and also the cheapest model. And that's the kind that you don't want to show up to a campground with because everyone
1: will not not be happy
0: with you. (laughs) And then there is the inverter generator. And this is the sort of they call people call them suitcase generators. They look enclosed. They don't have an exterior frame. Honda is a really popular brand uh, of inverter generator, but they're expensive. They say fuel, they're quieter, but they're expensive. Champion has come out with a hybrid of the two. so this is sort of more of the construction type generator, but is much, much quieter. They say it's just a little bit louder than speaking volume at twenty seven feet away, and it uh, it uses less fuel than the standard construction generator and you're going to get for about 750 dollars a a 3500 watt generator and you compare that to the honda you're going to pay about a thousand dollars to get the same amount of wattage out of a generator so it's a good deal and you can you can pair them up you can get two together and you could run both of your air conditioners off of it if you wanted to so i it's a really cool device and it's on a lot of a lot of other Top gear lists for this year for RVers. So check that out. Back to the cheaper stuff. We love this solar ever bright outdoor light.
1: Oh, we do. This we really does. And do.
0: ours, we have to replace ours. So we're we're recommending a product that has died on us.
1: But we've had it. <laughs> but it, it, for but a but a it long has lasted time. a long time.
0: It, and we have beat it to. Yes, heck.
1: We got our money's worth out of it for sure.
0: You might have seen these. They sell them at Walmart in sort of the as seen on TV section, but we'll provide a link to Amazon as well. They're about 15 bucks. And this is a light. It's a solar light that you can either screw to something or you can stick it to something. It has a sticky back. And our, we used the stick on and it is stuck to our bus for the last year and a half. And I probably will have a hard time pulling it off.
1: I had no idea that it was stuck on there. Yep. I actually thought you had drilled nope. it in because I would have expected by now, considering all of the bumps and just mm-hmm. the rocking that has happened, power
0: washing, everything wow. It's but it's, that it's stayed is on.
1: good luck getting that off. So babe.
0: we put this, if you don't have a light by your door on the outside, this is great. And we put it down low. You could put them up high, but I really like putting it down low because I don't like lighting up the whole camp area. And I like it to sort of light the ground. And what it does is it lights the area where we step in and where we, where our shoes are and everything. And it has two modes. So it stays on low brightness all the time. And then it has a motion sensor. When something steps near it, it turns on bright, which is really cool. So you can always have a little bit of light out there, but it doesn't get bright until you walk past it. And we had no issues with the solar keeping up with it, except for maybe in a couple campsites where we were entirely in shade all the time
1: yeah and as we got into fall camping yeah and it just got in in the midwest it was just a little bit cloudier and yeah
0: insights with lots of trees out in the open you'd be fine with it the one thing if you do get one of these and you stick it to the side of your rv you have to make sure to shut the switch off if you're going to be traveling when it gets dark because you don't want a big bright white light on the side of your RV as you're going down the road. And I did forget a few times. Yes, But if your RV doesn't have something like that already or you don't want to waste your battery power, it's a really great device. You can stick them all over the place wherever you want them.
1: Yeah. And I will say, too, about it is even when it's on that low light, It really doesn't impact. We will set up our camp with our rug and everything fairly close to the bus. And I still feel like we get to enjoy just the glow of a campfire and just the darkness of being outside and camping and still have that light on low. You don't even know it's there. Yeah. But it's nice to still have it there as you're walking, especially for little feet as they're walking towards getting into the bus. They
0: make very big ones, too, that are super bright if you want to go that route. But we didn't. We did not. (laughs) All right. The next item on our list is the Bauer Sun Out Vent Shade. And this is a cool little gadget that pops into the frame of your fantastic fan or Max Air fan, or even if it's not a fan, if it's just a vent, it pops in there and has a shade that closes. So if you have one of of these vents in your bedroom, for instance, like we do, and it gets too bright for you in the morning, you want to sleep in, but your bedroom is being lit up by it. You can have a shade in there that closes off entirely. No. Position. Mm -hmm. It's also a good option for winter storage when you, you have your RV put away and you want to keep as much light out as possible because light does fade things and damage things. Uh, and, and I think it would be really useful for that. All right. That is our sort of RV centric stuff. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we've got some other stuff that is just great different types of camping gadgets and gear and games and all kinds of stuff that any sort of camper might like. So we'll be right back. All right, we are back and we have some more cool gadgets for our spring gear guide. For any type of camper, even if you're not a camper, there's yeah, some of the stuff you don't even is, have
1: to be a camper. is good for
0: people that, that uh, like to travel or are just interested in our national parks. A lot of cool stuff. So first on the list is the ENO, which stands for Eagle Nest Outfitters. They're a popular brand of hammocks, ENO hammocks. And this product is called the Fuse. It is a tandem hammock hanger. What it is is it's a pair of bars that go between your hammocks, so you can hang. and We love. We have a hammock that we, we love hammocks. Really love to have outside.
1: I'd love to get another one. Get this bar and get another one. We
0: often don't have a place to put the one we have. I'd say maybe half the campsites we go to we have a place for it. Yeah, uh, but we definitely almost never have a place where we could hang two. So what this does is it allows you to hang two side by side from the same two trees or posts or whatever you're hanging them from.
1: When I saw this, I immediately thought of how cool that would have been to have when we were at the Buffalo River. year. because we had that perfect. We did. Those two perfect hanging hammock trees. And I was just thinking, oh, man, you and I could have had like side by side hammocks. Mom and dad could have totally been watching the kids.
0: Now, they, wow. you can get a double <laughs> hammock that just fits two people. But who wants no, to touch? No, no.
1: I'm, I love you, Jason, <laughs> so much. But I don't want to be in a hammock with you. <laughs> I really I, don't.
0: Sound, you you're both rolling in on each that other. Just it doesn't sounds, sound, that just doesn't sound comfortable. I'm sorry, if
1: maybe, if someone is out there listening and they love the double like they love a double hammock, can you please tell me why? Because I don't even like when my I kids mean, I get want a double me.
0: hammock, but I just want it for me.
1: Yeah, but that's not the point of the double <laughs> hammock though. The whole point is to have two people in there. And I'm just thinking of the way, you know, it kind of curves down and it makes you go to the center. Yeah. I mean I love a good snuggle, but that is not my idea of a good snuggle.
0: <laughs> this is cool though. It's 30 bucks. You you do have to have your own hammocks already and you have to have a set of hammock straps for each hammock. That's the strap that goes around the tree or whatever you have. It's
1: $30 just for the bar. Yeah.
0: We'll we'll link to the bar and we'll also link to a couple of hammocks we like as well in the show notes. Next on the list, we Love our kid carriers. Our kids are growing out of needing kid carriers. Are you
1: listening to this, Henry? Our our
0: youngest is is almost there. We loved our backpack frame carrier for the longest time. Uh, We don't really use that one anymore.
1: No, we don't need it.
0: But we want to recommend one that has came out recently. Kelty has sort of redesigned their backpack frame carriers for kids.
1: Yeah, because they used to be no good.
0: And they they offer their, their carriers now have almost like a roll cage in them, like you would find in a car made out of aluminum. So if you fall over with your kid on your back, this protects them from getting smushed against some rocks or anything. It's a brilliant idea.
1: It's a really smart idea, considering what you are really when you buy a frame carrier like this, you're buying it because you are really active out wanting to hike, wanting to have your kids with you. And this is such a safe and smart way without adding a ton of weight because it to does carrier. it does
0: get a little uh, disconcerting sometimes to walk on some precarious trails, not even that wouldn't even normally be precarious, but you're walking downhill or uphill hill, climbing up a few rocks. you get nervous holding a kid on your back and your balance is just different than it would be normally.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm a pretty seasoned and confident baby wearer. I mean, I've been at it for about a decade. I can think of a couple trails we've been on recently where Henry, he would just had it. It'd been a few hours and I get it, you know, and I was happy to put him on my back. And most of the time he either just falls asleep or he's just chilling. But there were a few spots where I asked you to come over and take my hand because I just wanted to have another person steadying me because I didn't feel confident. And I thought, man, if I was to go down, I've got him. And that just would be really awful.
0: So all of Kelty's new carriers, their new redesigned car- carriers, have this feature. We're recommending the Kelty Pathfinder 3.0 Kid Carrier, and this is the most expensive of them. But there are some cheaper models that they have. This one's three hundred bucks.
1: This has some bells and whistles on Th- it, it though does. that are that are really nice.
0: <laughs> it has it. First of all, it can hold a water bladder, which is really cool. It has a removable small day pack on the back of it that you can put stuff in and you can either take with you or not. And it has a integrated diaper changing pad storage under the seat, an automatic kickstand. When you set it on the ground, the kickstand goes out. So when you take the kid off your back, you put them down, the kickstand automatically goes out so there, you don't have to worry about you know them falling over right. or anything like that.
1: My only thing about this, and we were talking earlier, is that that's a lot of stuff for a carrier and that's going to get heavy. You could put real a lot fast. of weight in this. You yeah. could
0: really put a lot of weight in it and it can hold a kid up to 50 pounds.
1: So if you put your 50 pound kid in there, like yeah. I could put Henry in there because he's only like 32 pounds.
0: You could have this pack weighing up to 75 pounds.
1: I could put Ethan in that <laughs> pack. Can, yeah. But to put Ethan in that pack and then fill up my water bladder weight. and then be like, let me put some stuff here in my day pack. Ethan would just be sitting yeah. on the ground with the kickstand out because I'm not going to be able to get him on my back.
0: But if you do have a if you do have a real little one that's lighter. Yeah. You can you could put more gear in there. And if and, you can take the day pack
1: it. off and give it to someone else yeah. to carry too, to that will also alleviate. I also really love
0: weight. the. uh the sun, the sunshade on this one. Some of the sunshades on some of these carriers are a little annoying, uh, a little difficult to find like a spot hours. to store, yeah. and can flop in your kid's face. This one, this one's pretty neat. It's kind of mesh, and they can still see through the sides of it.
1: Yeah, this is pricey, but this is a carrier that will grow with you. Yeah, and it's absolutely worth the three hundred dollars.
0: All right. Next on the list is National Park. Themed games,
1: game night. We love game night here in WanderBus.
0: Games are so great for camping, especially when you've got a rainy night and you're stuck in inside the the RV or the tent. But these are also great games to have at home if you're not out on the road, and and play just to sort of in the off season, dream about where you're going and and learn.
1: It's so hard for me not to want to purchase everything that has national parks on it. Like if you theme at national park, I'm gonna buy it.
0: The the different games that we that we like that we've seen in stores and we own a couple are the Trivial Pursuit National Parks Hundredth Edition. I love this game. Uh, this is a travel edition as well. So this isn't a big box board game. This is it's got a carabiner on it and you can if it, it, it's a small almost deck of cards yeah so when it is a deck of cards inside and you answer you know you answer national park questions instead of general trivia pursuit questions
1: i love how it has a carabiner on it like you're going <laughs> you to strap it on your waist <laughs> yeah you're going to strap it onto your backpack before you head out into the back country cuz you just never know you, you know? know never yeah. know when you're going to need to play Trivial pursuit
0: you're going on a little hike you want to whip out some cards right, and, you know,
1: there, right you there you go
0: There's also the Yahtzee National Parks Travel Edition. It's real small. I loved playing Yahtzee with my parents growing up.
1: I did too. That was always a fun game.
0: The dice, instead of having numbers on them, they have different National Park Service type sites on them, like a moose and trees and and, uh, a cannon, things like that, that you match up.
1: We need to get this one. This isn't one we own. We need to get this one because we have not had a Yahtzee game in our family in a long time. But do you remember when it was just you and I and I was pregnant with Jack? We would play Yahtzee like all of the time. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know. I was really into Yahtzee, like when I was pregnant with him. So we need another Yahtzee game around here.
0: (laughs) There's also a National Parks edition of Monopoly, which is, of course, just your standard Monopoly. But all the different locations that you buy are National Parks.
1: Yeah, but we're not allowed to have a Monopoly game in our family.
0: (laughs) Monopoly is banned in our family. It is. I play it by myself online.
1: I can't play it anymore
0: (laughs) and then there is a national parks edition of Jenga which I thought would be a little lame because like what what do you do what you know what do you do with that Jenga is Jenga but each of the individual blocks for Jenga has different national park facts on it
1: no it's been a really fun one because it's educational and the kids don't realize it's
0: educational <laughs> always love sneaking in the yep, education wherever exactly we can. uh so we will link to all those and there's a whole bunch more national park different themed games and and uh decks of cards and all kinds of, I want them all. Sorts of stuff i want yeah. them all next on the list this is this is the runner up to the instant pot right now <laughs> yeah, is. this is the gadget that the rv cook's Desperately want just behind the Instant Pot, which is obviously we love and can't recommend enough that you get an Instant Pot. But people really are crazy about, and we're seeing them all over campsites, the Blackstone Portable Tabletop Camp Griddle. This is like a 17 and a half inch griddle. It's kind of small, but it's gas powered. So you can plug it into your propane uh, or use little propane canisters and have a gas-powered griddle outside. Now, why would you want a gas-powered griddle? Well, instead of on your camp stove or on your propane grill, you can cook steak and eggs at the same time on one surface. You can cook bacon, pancakes, and you don't have a griddle that you're removing and cleaning off every time and uh, that it's getting in your way. And all you have to do is scrape off the grease into the little grease trap and and wipe it down and it's clean.
1: It's like a one-stop cooking shop.
0: And anybody that has a propane grill, especially the portable propane grills, knows that they are just awful to clean. And you have to constantly clean them. You can't just like let them go a week and then clean it later, like I do. Yeah, (laughs) because it doesn't work out unless you, unless you want to break out the oven cleaner. It
1: puts strain on your marriage too when your wife goes out to use it and she's like, "What? I can't put my food on this. It's disgusting." So
0: you could you could almost replace a grill with this. Almost. I I I don't want to get rid of our our grill. I do want to get rid of our grill. I want to get a different grill. Not because of this. uh, Not because of this. But you can also, so this is the travel version. It's small. You can get a carrying case for it. You can get a stand for it. They also make giant versions of this and every size in between.
1: Well, when you brought this to me and like, as we've been seeing it, I keep thinking to myself, I don't, I don't know that I need this. Why do I, why do I need this? Like, why is everyone really into it? And I don't know what it was, but when you were like, you can cook eggs and bacon on this at the same time. In my mind, I went, sold done and i don't know why
0: multiple skills you know how hard it is to cook (laughs) it's so hard to cook bacon in a skillet because they're round and trying to figure out how to cut it in in half and lay it out in there and pulling three pieces out at a time it's really a pain to cook bacon in a skillet
1: bacon in general is kind of a pain to cook but bacon is so good i think that that's why we all do it
0: and and i love cooking bacon in the oven That's a great method for cooking bacon. But it's kind of a pain to cook bacon in the oven in the RV. Yeah. Because... It's just too much.
1: Well, and then the whole RV. It's
0: just too much smell.
1: Yeah, and then the I whole love RV smells like smell, bacon. smell,
0: but I don't want, like, all of my clothes to always <laughs> yeah. smell like bacon. For the whole forever. rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so definitely check, the, check that out. There's also a little kit that you can buy that comes with it, and you can really look like a pro diner chef that has, like, the two long-handled spatulas and the grill scraper and, like, the little squirt bottle so you can... You can put like a cover over your hamburger and squirt some water under it to get some steam under there going.
1: (laughs) See, I thought when you said a squirt bottle, I went, oh, you can put pancake mix (laughs) in it and then you can make all these really great pancake designs.
0: You know, burgers on the grill taste really good, but burgers on a griddle are really, really good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, especially in some butter.
1: I think it's pretty obvious that the Epperson's are going to be the cooking whole, themselves the up. the whole with point of, of this
0: thing is like to cook everything in butter. Like you realize <laughs> that, right? Like you make a little pool of butter and you throw, or bacon you grease. throw your food in it or bacon grease. Right. <laughs>
1: cook your bacon on one side and then just move a little bit of the grease yeah, over to we, cook something else.
0: We might have to get one of the big ones.
1: Oh, dear. Uh, I don't know about that. Let's go to the next item. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Next is a solar camp shower. And there are all different types of these. You can get really expensive ones that you can, that aren't solar that you can put a little Coleman propane canister in. You can get ones with pumps that you hand pump or that you can hook an air compressor to. But a simple solar camp shower, all it is is a black bag that water goes in and it's got a, a little hose and a little sprayer on it. And you fill it up with water. You hang it out in the sun. The sun warms it up and you can use it for a shower now if you have an rv and you already have a shower that's great but if you don't have an outdoor shower outdoor showers are super nice for spraying off sand or dirt from your kids before Mm -hmm. they come into the rv so you don't get them walking through your rv to get into the shower
1: or before you have to put them in the car
0: yeah so we actually love this for taking Away from the RV, taking to the beach, we would we didn't have it, but we would have loved to have it when we were at White Sands uh, a week or two ago. Yeah,
1: because I would have been washing Jack so hair. that we
0: could just sit it out in the sun and before the kids got into the car, spray all the sand off them.
1: Would have been great. And you can get one if you're not sold on it. And you're like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. You can get an Ozark Trail from Walmart for eight dollars eight and give That's it a eight go. Bucks.
0: The, so you can go pick that one up at Walmart. We're also linked to one on Amazon that's, it's a little bit more expensive. It's like 10 bucks, but these are really cool. They, they hold like three to five gallons. And you know, if you don't have a shower in your RV, you're, or you've got a small travel trailer, you've got a pop up, you're boondocking. You want to, you, you don't want to use the propane or electricity for heating the water. This is a great option mm-hmm. for that. Totally. Okay. Next on the list, this has been out for a few years, and uh, we think it is really darn cool. You've all probably seen these different kits that you can get these these monthly boxes, these subscription services. There are all kinds of different ones. The most popular are the ones that they do for dinners, like Blue Apron,
1: Hello Fresh, Hello
0: Fresh. You pay a monthly fee, and they send you boxes with meals or gadgets or whatever in it so there is a company called cairn which create in c-a-i-r-n it's like the little cairns are the little rock formations that people make that used to be like to tell hikers where to go little piles of rocks cairn makes outdoor gear monthly subscription boxes yeah it's
1: like a, a monthly everything You might need different categories for camping or enjoying the outdoors.
0: So you pay 30 bucks a month, 29 something. And they say that the kit is is going to be full of about $50 worth of stuff. So you're getting a, a little bonus there. And it's all kinds of different like trial products, but also things like beanies, backpacks, little packable rain shells,
1: Camp food, cliff
0: bars and and, uh, water bladders.
1: It's really eclectic. It's hard to kind of excuse the pun. It's hard to box it in into one (laughs) category because it is such an eclectic mix of stuff that they're going to send you.
0: T-shirts, hats, all kinds of stuff.
1: I think it is really, really awesome. And I wish that I could get one but I do not have an address that can be sent to every month.
0: It's like getting presents every month. It is. You're paying for them yourself, but it's like getting presents every month.
1: It is. (laughs) When we were in our sticks and bricks in Chicago, I had a subscription for a gluten-free box that would come every month. And it would just be full of different gluten-free items that I could try. No one else in my family was eating gluten-free at the time. So it was just perfect for one person. And it was like a little gift to me. And I loved it. And I wish that we could do this box. But again, because we travel full time, it's not realistic. We'll
0: just have to have it sent to our address, (laughs) our travel address, and then we'll get a bunch sent to us at once. Oh, yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly. I'll ask Traveling Mailbox to open it up and scan the items for me.
0: (laughs) All right. The final item on our spring gear guide these are new items that we have created. Oh, Yay! look at that. We have, if you really want to help support us, we have a couple items that we want you to check out. They're t-shirts that are available on Amazon, and these are our sort of our RV Miles gear line. They don't say RV Miles. They don't have our logo on them or anything. No, no. They're, um, they're just cool t-shirts that we like. There are two different ones that are out right now, we're going to be adding some more. One that is a not all who wander are lost t shirt, and it comes in grass, olive, dark heather, heather blue, and
1: pink. What are those names? Pink is like the only name that like, <laughs> it I can visualize. Grass. grass. What is that? Is that brown <laughs> or green? It's light
0: green. There's light <laughs> green and a dark green, grass and olive. They're men's sizes, women's sizes, youth. They're nice premium t shirts. So there's a not all who wander are lost one. And there is a home is where we roam one.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to watch you create and develop these. This is totally Jason's thing. This is his. Jason has a real love for like graphic design. So this has really been kind of like his task that he has taken on. And I'm kind of excited to watch it grow. We're working on a National Parks podcast line as well. So that'll end up in the RV Miles shop as time goes on, but it's kind of fun. It's just another way to sort of explore and be creative inside this world that we are working in.
0: So these ones are on Amazon and Amazon doesn't give us pennies for these. We get like a couple dollars for these. (laughs)
1: They give us a couple
0: (laughs) Washington. So if you really are are enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you buy a t-shirt and help support us a little bit.
1: And so there we have it. It's the 2018 RV miles spring gear guide. Yay. We did it. (laughs)
0: All right. Let's wrap this episode up with a brain teaser. All right. Listen carefully to this one. Listening. A tailor can make a pair of pants from the scraps left over from sewing up five pairs of pants. If he has 25 scraps, how many pairs of pants can he make?
1: I'm going to need a minute to think about this. We've talked about this, Jason, math and anything inside the math world. It's just not in our wheelhouse.
0: Well, it's not in your wheelhouse.
1: Oh, oh, really? Okay. I would like to refer you to past podcasts.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. That is it for this week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. If you are enjoying the show, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes And make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Yeah. And we would love it, too, if you would share us across your social media or, again, just find a stranger on the street and say, hey, have you listened to the RV Miles podcast?
0: More likely a stranger at the campground would be (laughs) probably more useful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They've got the gear guide out. You're going to want (laughs) to listen. But thanks so much, you guys, for joining us this week. We look forward to seeing you next week. But until then, keep logging those RV miles. Bye.